right, guys, we are back. This is the Dream is Free po- podcast. The Dream is Free podcast. I'm your host, Jake Healy. Our other host and super producer is Mike Theophil. Hello, hey. cyber world. How Very are we? Very excited about our guest today. Me too. She is a, a Black Rock local legend a harborview uh, legend <laughs> <laughs> shout out harborview we've had so many people on here from harborview oh, literally yeah we got it's the best community. guests yeah it is but without further ado our guest is sabita morrison hello everybody she is the owner of sabita holistic Center. Healthcare, healthcare, or just Sabita Holistic Center? Just Sabita Holistic Center. Okay, they are in on the Fairfield Southport border. It's the pink house, everybody. If you're from this area, you know it. It's the pink house on the post road. It says Holistic Center on the side of it. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on today. We've been trying to make it happen for a while, so it's awesome to finally get you on here. Um, But yeah, we we know each other from Fitness Edge. More getting to know each other from uh, Harborview Market, which like we've had. Uh, Danny came yes. on our podcast. Aaron Graham, he goes to Harborview once in a while. Um, Harry Bell, I don't know if you ever met him. Who else our Bitcoin guy, Mar- Marcio. Mar- Marcio came on um, and talked about Bitcoin. Where else did we have from Harborview? We had other people. I can't remember it. Oh, what about your man right here, the Positive Tribe, Positivity Tribe? No, no. Oh, he okay. From there, somewhere oh. else. Yeah. I don't know. A bunch of Harborview people. Harborview is the spot. Yeah, it's beautiful there. It's been really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so pretty much like we talked about like what we're going to talk about. We went over a couple things, but uh, I think we should start with uh, your your background. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you started your business twenty three years ago. No, eighteen uh, years 18 ago. Eighteen years 18, ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, I started when she was twenty three. Oh, okay. I, mi- I mixed the numbers yeah. up. Okay. No, yeah. Thank you, there. you so much. Um, yeah, that funky pink house. Um, when I was twenty three years old, I I found it. And I thought this house is still not going to be standing, if you know what I'm talking about. Right. Um, it was the original train station in Southport. It was a penny candy store. You said it's 103 years old, 102 right? 102 years old. Um, and when I first saw the building, I just wanted to be a part of it because it had charm, right? And Southport at that time was really about supporting small businesses. Mm-hmm. And the dugout. Oh, the dugout. Oh, I used to feast there. That roast beef sandwich. (laughs) The milkshakes. The milkshakes, the burgers. Oh, my gosh. Talk about a classic (laughs) place. Grandpa with the the finger. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Just like, you just know he can cook a mean Uh, burger. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and so I went to college for communications and marketing. I, I went to school because that's what my parents told me that I should do. Where'd you go? I went to Southern. Nice. And Did you grow up in around Fairfield? I grew up in Stratford. Okay. Um, and growing up, I always was somebody who was wanting to be friends with everybody. And um, when my parents talk about like who I am and why they had my sister, it was because that's who I am. My name means beautiful sunshine in Sanskrit. And um, that's what I wanted to, to, to shine as. Um, Going to college, being in, going to a school at the time that was predominantly white, uh, I dealt with my fair share of racial and sexual harassment, so much so that my parents' house was spray painted. Mm, wow. Yeah. And um, I would have thought that everybody just thought that you were super smart. 
Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> right. It's like what? Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like what stereotypes t- types am I living up to? Right. What am I not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I'm great at science beyond stupid when it comes to math like Got always mm-hmm. um it me was too. funny right like uh trust me um, <laughs> i don't know how i was in ap science but in remedial math that was really <laughs> that's really, weird it's really yeah. really i weird. feel like those go two in hand like science and math totally, right, right? <laughs> so i'm horrible at both yeah yeah me too no no yeah it's a, don't even try <laughs> we were just talking about we went to like Housatonic community college yeah and when start, we started yeah. there like yep we had to do the non-credit classes to yeah. even get into Housatonic Community College. Like yeah, we had like to do the math classes. The prerequisites. Like we had to take <laughs> the, the test to like see where we're at. Where yeah, exactly. I remember like the, the professor looked at me in my first day, of, like these pre-classes. We had to write like just a simple intro, three body paragraphs and a conclusion. And he was like, you can leave and pointed at me. And he was like, everybody else, we got to learn this over. Yeah. I swear to God. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. At least I know how to write. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and and uh, well, the fact is, like, we're not good at everything. Right. Like, yeah. we're not we're not meant to be. We have we have some talent. So yeah. um, but all of those things, like, I really believe that everything does happen for a reason. You know, I I bring up those things specifically because I think they've helped build me to where I am today. Yeah. Um, how, how specifically, like, with, like, experiencing, like, racism and all that stuff, like, how does how does that affect your the rest of your life? Like, what has it done for you today? It allows me to be a better, a more empathetic person, okay. you know. And I think that going to college, even though I didn't choose the corporate route, you know, I wanted to be. This is really aging myself, but I wanted to be like Heather Lackler at Melrose Place. Like, I just thought this was like some hot bad bitch who was like <laughs> running stuff, and yeah. like I wanted that, right? And um, it. All of those things like allowed me to help me to be a better communicator. So I do think that those things have allowed me to also understand that we only know what we know, right? Like later on in life, I got to go to China and that was like mind blowing because it totally taught me that culture is just a form of brainwashing, right? Like you only know what you know because that's what you've been taught. Right. And, and having an understanding about all of that has helped me to be more empathetic with the person who is, or what the cause of the pain is, and then what's the re- reaction or the what happens afterwards when right. the pain Right, you happens. start to understand why people are the way that they are, and then you can't even get mad at them anymore. Yeah, well, you get, like, you have more understanding, and but you also then have a clearer way of just creating what your own expectations and boundaries are, right? right. And that... So, yes, I think in that way, that was really helpful. Awesome. Yeah. And then from, from college, how did you end up in the, the so, holistic world? Again, so like, communications, I think, I'm sure your parents didn't want you to start your own business in a little oh, pink God, house. Oh, God, no. God, right? no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, my parents, like, I grew up from entrepreneurial parents, you know, like, my parents came from Trinidad and Tobago. My dad came to this country with $100 in his pocket. Like, he lived in the YMCA in Greenwich. You know, my mom came from a big family, like typical West Indian people. Everybody goes to Queens, right? Right. And um, they just, they instilled in me that how important, how hard it Mm -hmm. is and like how, what a dollar actually means. So uh, I, my mom growing up, she was home for the first eight years and then went back to work and she opened up a hair salon. And my mom's been an entrepreneur for 30 some odd years 
And I thought that, no way do I want to be on the service side. That was also part of the reason why I went to college, because I thought it was more glamorous to sit behind a desk. Mm -hmm. And um, when I was in college, my internship was to start a women's gym. I'm sorry, a women's spa within a women's gym. It was in Monroe, Connecticut. And um, again, those experiences of like growing up in the salon, right, allowed me to have this opportunity to use this as my why I was chosen to do this internship and why I was able to like create this whole women's spa thing and so it's so fun when I look back at all my different notebooks of <laughs> you know what I right. called my business and all the things that I wanted to have and you know where I am today um, so that led me to uh, when I graduated college and did the corporate thing for a year and realized that I'm either aggressive or I'm assertive, right? And where does that come from? For me, aggressive comes from feeling defensive and, and, and not getting to be myself and being assertive, like, really is about me coming from my heart, right? And I wasn't getting to feel that. Like, I, I felt more of scrappy Sabita instead of happy, loving Sabita. Mm. And um, so... When I, when I got out of that corporate world, and it was more of the same. It was like more of the same of more of, no, you have to be a certain thing, you know, as far as like what they wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really feel like I really wanted to be that. So um, I went back to school. Memorial Sloan Kettering had a cancer massage program. And that was life-changing to see people live and die and see people live and die with grace and see people live and die and struggle. And I mean, like, think about how fucked up we are in our head and how much struggling we do in our head. But to understand holistically how that's connected to our digestion, how that's connected to your hormones, how that's connected to everything and and how we can be our own natural drug dealer and we produce more serotonin and dopamine or we can create more fear and more pain and create more cortisol and inflammation. Like that was super that was amazing. That was so humbling and, and, and helpful to me. And, um, you know, I worked at a couple of places. I worked at a spa in Westport. I worked at a chiropractor's in Fairfield. And, you know, just continue to just learn. I, I've always had mentors, right? right? Like, I, I feel like that's a really big part of why I am where I am today. I mean, I remember being in sixth grade and getting to go to Stratford, Ontario, as the, you know, Sister City Project, like, I've always had people who have seen that I I care, I love, and let's help her, right? And so I think that's really important, and, and, and I make sure that, like, I instill that. Sorry, I'm jumping off topic. Oh, that's right. But I make sure that, like, I instill that in everything that I do, like, in everything that I am, that we're all teachers, we're all students, and there's so much that we can learn from, you know, each other. So, um yeah, so became a, uh, at 23, I was like, I can do this, I, you know, and I think that's part of entrepreneurship, or at least my brand in entrepreneurship, is jump in and you'll figure it out, like you'll figure out how to swim, right? and, um, or you'll drown, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, and, and that's, and yay, I haven't drowned, right? Like, I'm, I'm still swimming, right? Made it, yeah. Yeah, made it. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, so that's what kind of led me to opening up um, 
my own business and and wanting it to be about how do we all create less suffering for ourselves and how do we do that in a way that is you know realistic holistic because you know what I've learned about anything when it comes to health is like for us to want to be compliant it's got to feel good right there's got to be like some reward that makes us like feel good about it and that's like really what leads to not it's not like a diet it's not like a fad it's really like a lifestyle and for me that meant realistic holistic and how do we like make the most of however today presents and each day is going to be different and with that meaning like how are we cool with how whatever emotions that come up with that because like one day can be a really crappy day and you might not want to run five miles you know what i mean you might want to just eat a pint of chocolate ice cream and that's cool Right? Because it's like, if that's what you need at that time, that's cool. It's worse if you do that and then you punish yourself for eating that, that ice cream. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, that whole 80 20 rule for me has been really important into like 80% of the time eating a healthy diet. 80% of the time, like, I would say do out. the right thing, doing the right thing. Yeah. Right? Because I think as we get older and we're adults, like, it's even more important that we have play in our life. Yeah. And part of play is, at least for me, you know, is is like I'm a little mischievous. I'm a little I'm a little bit <laughs> yeah. in trouble. Right. Like, yeah. I, right. Like so. And that's good. Like that balances out the other sweet side of <laughs> me. Right. Yeah. And that's like more real so that when you can when you can see when you can recognize those things in yourself, like it's just easier to be able to help reckon, help other people be more recognize that in themselves. Yeah. Yeah. What um what kind of services do you offer at your your center? So, um first of all, I like to say like we offer choices. Okay. And first and foremost, we ed- we offer education. So, lots of different places offer massage and acupuncture and 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 corporate wellness and nutrition and naturopathy and all those kinds of things, but I think what we really specifically offer is choices um so it's not about one size fits all it's about like educating people about like here are some choices you might want to think about and then figure out if that resonates with you because Mm -hmm. when it comes down to it it's all about what connects with your inner guru your inner inner wisdom that's like how is your parasympathetic nervous system like really working because it's when we're in flight and fight and autonomic nervous system that our brain is not getting the oxygen it really needs and I will have to say that in my own life, like it's not just a professional mission for personalized individual care. I don't fit into the standard. I don't fit into standard care, right? And so for me, it's really important that, um, and part of the reason why, like, why I don't understand math, it's like there's statistics. Mm. Like I don't like how is something that looks should be it logically fifty percent. Like, no, it's 30%, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't even understand that. Yeah. So not fitting in part of, like, standardized medicine and this and the statistics, right, has been really important to me to also make sure that why we are first and foremost about education and then you can figure out with yourself, do those things resonate with me? And if they resonate with you, like, that's the reason why the placebo effect is a thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, if your immune system is saying this is good for me, right? Like, it's going to be more, because every single moment, every single day, like, we don't know what's going to happen, but if you stay in that place of, 
rest and digest and and in that parasympathetic place like you're you you dodge bullets a lot easier so that whatever comes up like it's not all dukes up it's like no i i got this yeah i think i think mindset has a lot to do with everything recovery from whatever like anything yeah Mm -hmm. i mean modern medicine is great you know (laughs) it's awesome um but i think like a lot of it has to do with your staying staying positive when you're going through things too yeah completely on we are 100% about integrative care. You know, when I started my practice a long time ago, I was reading a book called Celestine Prophecy, and that's when I learned the word holistic, and holistic wasn't even a word yet, right? Like, it wasn't that big trendy word that mm-hmm. banks and investments and everybody uses right now. Um, yeah. And, you know, coming coming from that, I think, is is really important because it's all about foundation, and so many times in 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 life, we always have to rebuild. And I think like if you always go back to like what's the foundation of things, it's easier. Like it's okay, you can rebuild again. Right, got it. Uh, this what is it? The Celestine prophecy? Yeah. Okay, yeah. You told me about it one day. You were like, "This is you know, read this book. This is where I got the you know how I named my business." Yeah. Was that like a life changing book for you, or was it just like you just found, you know decided your name from there? I think, like, I'm grateful that I went to school for marketing. I'm grateful that I went to school for communications. Like, I think that one of the things, I think that's, like, helpful for my ADD brain. You know, like, it allows, like, it feeds, it allows me to, like, see big picture and do, like, a bunch of different things at the same time, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, For me, that book was helpful because it was, like, ooh, that's a good word. That's, like, a good word for, like, how I want to be sharing information and that's not an overused word so I think it for me I know as an entrepreneur and and how I've like been able to like deal with the ebbs and flows of market crash COVID right is is being able to see like the bigger picture and also be you know looking at what the upcoming trends are um you know to be able to navigate so that that's how that book was helpful to me awesome what was the hardest part about starting your business? Mm. Ooh, the hardest part about starting my business was, I think, being patient, patient with the whole process. I think everyone gets really excited about starting a business, and it sounds really cool to start a business, but... It's, it's really about the patience of being able to, oh, I want things now. Like, why are things happening now? You know, like, within a business, I've started more businesses, right? Like, I've started a corporate wellness where we, where we work with corporations on how do we help and fit in with their goals, right? Or I created a tea business within. I went, I went back to school and I became a health coach. I, be, I created other businesses not not knowing if all of them were going to work out. Some of them did, some of them didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think has been like the biggest part of understanding what the journey is going to be when you start a new business. Like you, you have like when I, I like laugh when I look at my first notebook about what I wanted my business to be, like where I thought I was going to be doing, how much money I was going to be making, how easy it was going to be. 
how many hours a day I thought I really wanted to work that I really did not really want to work, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And to, and like being, being okay with, okay, I want to do this, but I need to be able to know that there might be some, I might have to make adjustments along the way while staying again with what's my foundation. Got it. Um, going back to like businesses that you started within your business and then yeah. like businesses that didn't work out. Mm. At what point do you know like this business is like, what's like, give us an example of a business that didn't work out that you were like, and at what point, how much effort were you putting into it and then decide like, okay, this isn't working out. Time yeah. to let go of this one. Cause yeah, I, I feel like it's probably really hard to let go yeah. of something that you put invested so much time into and totally totally um so one of the businesses that i started is something called sabita tees yes you can check i still have an online site sabitas.com and uh you know i went back to school for nutrition because i did have a marketing degree and i knew how much bullshit goes into marketing Mm. and i didn't want to put something that had to come with food and bullshit right and my name so, you know, I was 25 years old and I went to China six months before um, the Olympics. And I remember I went with a guy friend and thank God I went with a guy friend because like this is not a vacation China. This is this is an adventure. Yeah. And he spoke Mandarin and he mm. spoke Cantonese and he was in global marketing and so so important. Yeah, like, I don't even know. I don't even know, right? Mm-hmm. And we're we're on this plane ride and he's like, "So, what else do you want to do with your life? You know, do you just like is this going to be your whole entire thing? Because this is really what you're talking about. Like, this is how long it's going to take you. And then you're already 25 years old. And do you want to be a mom? And do you want to be a wife? And I was so pissed that why aren't why aren't you thinking about these things? Why am I having to think about these things, right? And I went to China, and that was a totally mind-blowing experience. You know, being a dark-skinned female in China, you are the most ugliest person around. Really? And, you know, like, people would laugh at me and point at me. And, I mean, like, forget about having a chip on your shoulder when you're half the world away. Like, you just have to deal with this is how people see you. And don't take it personally, right? Like that book, The Four Agreements. I don't know if you've read that book yet. A long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And um, my mom gave it to me when I was like 16, I think, or something. Oh, too soon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Too soon. Yeah. Um, And, you know, like I came back from that experience and. And that was like mind blowing because at the time, like the Snapple lady was around, and I don't know if you guys remember the Snapple lady. She was this lady. Like Snapple was a big thing, and mm-hmm. it was all about. I remember like, that, yeah. right? And it was all about white tea. And I went to China, and and here I am at this like tea expo, and and I'm at these plantations, and the the guy goes like, um, "Who here drinks like Bolger's coffee?" And we all laughed and said no. And he says. We only drink the spring harvest of the green tea. Everything else we sweep off the floor and we send it to America. Right. And um, so like perception. So I go to this Jacob Javits style situation where it's like all these different teas from all around Asia. Like that all that was super fascinating and cool. And then you come home and at the time China just was labeled as having lead in everything. And so that was like my first setback you know, with that business. And, and then mentally I was like, well, what else do I want to do? Do I, is he right about all of that? 
And then I I came back to my my business and I started selling teas again and made sure that all of my teas like had a purpose and what like what differentiated my product, right? Mm-hmm. First it was quality, always, always, always making sure that the quality is organic, fair trade, all of those things like is it part of my brand, part of my mission? And like what's its purpose, right? And um and I jumped into that not knowing that, oh my God, this is there's so many reasons why small businesses, mom and pops like have their jams and they don't go get a label. Because like no one tells you, the FDA doesn't tell you, oh, even though you're having a dried product, you know, I wasn't even making jam. You have to have certain kind of paint on your walls and you have to have like certain kinds of sink and you have to like wash things at a certain temperature. You know, like they don't they don't help you out with that. It's like trial and error, trial and error. It's like fail, 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 fail. And then I got into it and I was selling it at the farmers markets and I was like grassroots and you know, and then Mrs. Greens and Whole Foods wanted my tea and I was like, oh yeah, that's you know, it's I'm getting big time now, right? And then it's like, oh, but you have to now go and um, literally prostitute yourself for free all around <laughs> the country and push your wares. And we're going to take up this amount of room and you have to pay us if you want to be on this part of the shelf. I mean, like there's so much like other stuff that goes into it. And, um, and you know, at the time, I love being where I am because it allows me to have so many entrepreneurs and CEOs and CFOs who come to me. And that's also part of what's my learning too. Um, but you know, one of our one of our local leaders won't say their name. You know, <laughs> um, the VP of Sales like ordered all of my teas to their office in, in Fairfield, and I was like, "Yes, buy me! Like, let me be your cool <laughs> little sister." Mm-hmm. And they ignored me. No response. No response. No response. And. Um, that's when I got diagnosed with cancer for the first time. And it just like wasn't a priority for me to like fight this, you know, like it, it sucks sometimes as the little guy. Right. And it also, for a long time, I I've been an eye for an eye kind of person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I guess that's also that duality stuff. Um, but I, I had to like pull back and say like, Right, maybe this just wasn't right for me at this time, right? Like when I see when I see basically a company copying your product, you know, um, it's it, it's kind of hard. But then you have to choose. Like I had to choose that I had so many other more important things that I really wanted to focus mm-hmm. and choose, especially be, your own health at that time. My right? health, yeah. yeah. And then back to that conversation where I was twenty five years old about. Is this like your main thing? Is this really what you want to, this is what you really want to do? And it wasn't, it was really more of like a side hustle as an extension of what my main, you know, business was. It's funny that this has actually been like a couple of years that my tea has, hasn't been at Harborview. Shout out to Harborview. I mean, they were so, so supportive of me. Um, but people still think like my teas are still out there. And so, you know, now I'm, I'm thinking about like, okay, well, maybe the way that I do this is different the way than I did it before. Maybe mm-hmm. there's, like, another angle. And I think that's also really important, you know, that you try new things. Um, sometimes things work out when you want them on that timeline, like that whole patience thing again. 
And then sometimes, you know, they'll come back to you and you'll find like another way to just have it yeah, still be the, about your business. The atmosphere is so much different now. Like you could sell Amazon, like you could just be like your own online tea re- retailer now. It's like so oh, much. Oh, don't even get me started about Amazon. <laughs> and Because I used to sell on Amazon and like okay. you're all the way like down on the list, right? And yeah. I mean, I'm so glad that I tried Etsy and Pinterest and all these other kind of things that, you know, you do as a small business. And, um, you know, for me, everything that I do has to have, my mantra is head, heart, pocketbook. That is my mantra, right? Like in my head, there has to be science behind there and there needs to be research behind there. In my heart, I have to be able that I believe in it and that it actually like fits who I am. And I'm not just trying to be somebody that I'm not. And then pocketbook, like there has to be a win-win situation, you know, right. with it all. I, I, you can't help others if you're not also helping yourself. So with that being said, as an entrepreneur, you have to find ways to find systems so that you can scale some of the things like that you can actually scale in your business, right? So that you can do this for why you do this, right? So you can make your own schedule. You can, you don't have to working underneath somebody else's plan for you, you get to create your own plan. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I like, like the head, heart, pocketbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Head, heart, wallet for us now. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep, awesome. for sure. Um, what? So go, going back to, like, you've, you've had the business for 18 years, so you've definitely, like you just mentioned before, like going through the real estate crash and COVID and everything, like what have the ups and downs of the last 18 years in business been like? And what was, like, the, what was the hardest point, like, that you got to in business where? Wow, the hardest point. <sighs> Oof, I don't even know. I think that there's been like definitely different times. I think probably. Um, COVID, obviously. COVID, like, I think COVID probably was. Yeah. And maybe because that's just where I'm living right now, you know, because yeah. I have managed to. I think what's really important, like I've. I've had so many opportunities, like, again, that you think are going to be, like, baller status, right? Like, I remember a hospital coming to me and showing me space on top of Tiffany's on in Main Street, you know, Westport, thinking, like, oh, my God, I'm going to get to work with a, a hospital and, you know, all these things that, like, you think that are going to work out but then don't end up working out are really meant for your good. Like, it is very – it is important to – manage what you can manage because especially during covid when i see so many businesses closing oh my god yeah i'm not closed right and let me knock on wood about that i'm not fucking leaving (laughs) exactly exactly i'm not leaving yeah you know so i think i think that has been the, the hardest part and and not for nothing but my cancer came back, right? And I had to um, I had to spend two weeks in the hospital by myself during COVID. And oh, because you don't have, visit- can't have visitors. Or anything, yeah, right? no visitors. And, and, you know, go from a place of, okay, I'm done with that. That chapter of my life is over. I moved on to, oh, shit, this is back again in my life. And... How do I really, you know, how do I really manage that? I have to say, like, a shout-out to Miguel and to um, Alice Angels. 
those are mm. those two guys are the reasons why I actually came back to work. Um, yeah, you told me the story about it. Yeah, when we were talking about Miguel. Yeah, our <laughs> Miguel, yeah. our Miguel, yeah. Miguel, <laughs> I love that guy. He's so great. He is. We have the same birthday. Oh wow! I love Miguel. Yeah, yeah. and she That's said awesome. she was she was not working, and then uh, Miguel hit her up and wanted to buy a gift certificate for somebody that he knew, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, she was like, she's like, I need to be back at work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think that was, was like they motivated job. you a little bit. Yeah, I mean. Um, I think cancer can really be a gift because you can be super present. You know, you can be really, really present about who do you want to be? What do you want your legacy to be? Puts your life into perspective for you. Totally puts life into perspective for me. Before you jump into it, what was it like? So like you you have your holistic business. You've worked with a a ton of cancer patients, right? Um, Like throughout your career. And then what was it like the first time, like after like working with so many cancer patients and being in that business and then finding out that you have cancer yourself. Like what was the, must've been crazy. It was crazy. And I've been with all stages of cancer. Like I've been with cancer patients where they lived and I've been with people at their end of life and I had many end of life patients and, um, it really brought it back full circle. It really, it really did. And it was walk the walk. You know, not just talk the talk. And that's why I said from the beginning, you know, we're all teachers. We're all students. So I think it just made me, honestly, a better uh, a, a better practitioner because I could fully understand what it meant when how your immune system, how you didn't feel good and, what, how, and why, why that was suppressing to your immune system if you didn't poop, if you didn't sleep. You know, if you felt nauseous, if you felt lethargic, all those things are not little symptoms that when we are healthy, we just ignore. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we ignore those things. We ignore when our gut is telling us like something's not right. We really do. And um, after some hot oil pizza for me. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out, Colony. You get me every time. (laughs) Right? I still go back like an idiot. Uh, yeah, but you go, you don't eat every day. No, 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 no. Right? It's a treat. 80-20. Like, yeah, exactly. Like every two weeks, I'm like, mm, stop. Right. Get that hot oil burn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but I get it, yeah. Yeah. You got to listen. Yeah, you got to listen. So, yeah, it was, I'm, I'm grateful. I am really, really grateful because... It allows me to really understand, and I think so many times we're too scared to be vulnerable. We're way too scared to be open. We're so mm-hmm. scared that we're going to be judged. Mm-hmm. You know, we're so, so scared that we're going to be judged that we don't speak up, and we feel overwhelmed, and and then we don't take action, and that sucks. Yeah. So, um, I think it just allowed me to hold, to be okay with myself, and. And also not be any, any bit of a Pollyanna of like you can do it, mm-hmm. right? It's good. You're gonna take it. Sun's coming out. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know now you understand. Like I, today's not the day. Today's <laughs> not the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But to to that point, like I had no clue that you were even you even had cancer again until you told me like a week ago or two weeks ago. Yeah. 
I just like I saw yeah. you almost I feel like I saw you every single day and like you, yeah. you were your normal self and everything yeah so it's it's been I mean like this conversation's scary for me I'm not gonna lie yeah. um uh you know thank god I am in remission mm-hmm. but I think I always want to own my my own identity mm-hmm. and um you know I am out in the world and you know, I'm either infamous or I'm famous, you know, one or the other, and you want to, like, control the the story. And um, I think a lot of the times I don't want everybody to know that this is a part of who I am. You know, I, I am in remission, again, but I'm still on immunotherapy that's, you know, keeping me alive. I'm still going to treatment, you know, possibly the rest of my life. You know, um, but again, like it's a, it's the, that's what I love about holistic because it, it shows like we, there is light and dark in in life, you know, that is like, a, that is a part of, of life. So maybe I shouldn't hide, you know, what mm. some of my, you know, dark is. I've, I've been scared at times because, um, for business. My business. You know, like, is it, people have said, maybe I shouldn't come to you. I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want you to, I don't want to get you sick, right? Like, that's, people are not, I don't want them coming to me and feeling like they have to carry, you know, my burdens because I have a therapist, you know? You have your own caretaker. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I like, I'm sure. good. Yeah. yeah. And I make sure because, how unfair would it be if I'm not taking care of myself and then trying to help and take care of other people? And I make sure that I I get the best. Like I get the I have the best therapist. I have the best person that I go to. I, I make sure that I, I surround myself. I have the best mentors. I have them I I make sure that I have the best because You wanna give the best. I wanna give the best. Like yeah. not for nothing. I'm not the cheapest person on the block. Like mm-hmm. my my business is really about you know, as Miguel said, like when he was telling Alec, "Oh, you're in pain. Don't you know Sabita?" You know, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. like mm-hmm. he said, "Go get a massage." It was, "Don't you know Sabita?" Right? That that's so much. It's so much deeper than mm-hmm. that. So, um, yeah, I I make sure that I um, take time for myself. Right. I think that's really, really important. Can't can't pour from an empty cup, right? No, no. like there's no if there if you ha- it's like a bank account, right? Like right back to that to that pocketbook, right? If there is no if there's no deposits, where where are you giving from? You know, where yeah. are you giving from? I think that's important. Yeah, I cut you off before, right? When you were starting to talk about how finding out that you have cancer puts everything into perspective for you. And yeah. Curious, where are you going with that? Like you were about to say, it yeah. a lot, like kind of aligns a lot of stuff for you as soon as you find out. It really does, right? Um, Especially when it's the second second time, right? That's this happening. is actually my third time. Third time. This is actually my third cancer. Um, being being in the hospital for two weeks made me super grateful for um, you know who I am, right? Like. I said to you today, I wasn't sure, like, I changed my outfit because we talked about, like, what's, what are we going to talk about? What's your mission? And, and my mission is love. Mm-hmm. And I, when I 
got dressed this morning, I had regular jeans on and this shirt because I was like, oh, maybe I'm a little too much, you know? And it's like, no, you, you have to be exactly who you are, right? Yes. You really do. You have to be exactly who you do are. Do I wear my socks over my pants? <laughs> and I don't care when right? people judge me. <laughs> right, because... He has, he has some boring socks on today, uh, too. Yeah, no, also. I usually have swagalicious socks. Like yesterday, he had some purple socks on yeah. over his black sweatpants. Yeah, I have, like, alien socks. I do yeah. it up. I like the sock game. I know, like he'll show up to a restaurant to go out to dinner, like with that style going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know what? I feel like it's welcoming for people too. You know, it's totally it is. You gotta be yourself. Welcoming. Yeah, they're like, oh my, I could talk to this dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's what I want, honestly. Yeah, right, so it works. Connection. Yeah, and I honestly. think that's really, really, really where it's 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 helped to make an alignment. Like I'm always talking about, you know, if you. If you don't move this a little bit closer. If you don't suppress it, if you if you don't if you don't if you suppress it, it there's it's gonna find another way to express it, right? And it's gonna find another way where it's gonna hold it in your body. You know, Um, when I was doing my research on because it's been so annoying. I've I've been to so many different hospitals. Everybody wants to put me in the standard care, and I continue to shout about that I don't fit into the standard care like I'm I'm happy mm-hmm. that there's more attention now to the health disparities and there's like all these movements and whatnot like that's all fine and good and I'm hoping to when I will get my day you know um it like when it I I, I learned about that with can with gynecologic cancers that's like a big thing with Indian women you know and um I wouldn't have known that. And I just Googled Indian women and genetic history and, mm-hmm. and the type of cancers because I didn't understand. I look healthy. I'm a healthy person. I'm doing the right things. I own a holistic center. I'm 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 not like being all juju. Living the 80, yeah. Lifestyle. yeah, man. Yeah. I'm not yeah. like doing all juju. Like it's all science. It's okay. I'm, I'm taking these meds and I'm aware about how it's what it's what it's creating nutritionally, you know, the deficiency that one thing is taking and then what it's doing to another, and I'm balancing that out. Like, what's happening here, right? And to learn so deeply what genetics are and and to learn that today there are so many, um, there's so many studies that say that Indian women, they have this propensity to have these type of cancers. And... Because it's the Indian scientific journal, you know, journals, they talk about like one of the things is um, like limiting your uh, your energy. Mm. And when I think about like what holistic is all about, like I make sure I make sure we first talk scientifically about your body. We talk about anatomically, pathology, kinesiology. I make sure because like I've dealt with that. People labeling me as the Indian charmer. That's what was spray painted on my parents' house, right? Oh, Jesus. Right? So, like, I've dealt with with people making stereotypes about me and whatnot. So I think that's part of my first shield to say, like, no, that's not what I'm about. And then then I get to actually look deeper into myself and see, like, what are my actual, my, my talents? What's, well, like, what is part of, what is this whole Indian wisdom thing, situation and spirituality and, and whatnot? And then... To, to like do my research now and learn that whoa Indian women 
whoa, they, they say like limit your limit your energy, and then I look at well, well what is this whole chakra thing? What's this this whole mm, yeah. Ayurvedic thing? And, pineal gland, right? Exactly. The third eye. Right? Right? Your pineal, <laughs> I'm all with it. Right, your pineal gland and your and your root chakra. Yeah. And, and that's where I'm having that's where I'm having my problems. Your blockage, yeah. That's where my blockages, right? And so it flows. I, right, like in about again about like my du- that duality about like. I have gotten to be where I am. I have gotten to be in business for 18 years old for 18 years because it's like I get that shit done, right? Yeah. And I make sure that you know I, that. But how else, how is that affecting like my softer side? And then, whoa, this is something that has been going on. Not just because my genetic markers show that, and it shows that in my cancer that you know you also have something called Lynch syndrome, which is a genetic disposition. It's not just where the money goes with the BRCA gene. You know, no, no hate to my breast cancer sisters, but there are other genes out there that many of us carry, but there's just no social marketing around it yet, mm. right? To um, to just like bring more an awareness to all of this, and and not have it be about like this is some woo woo stuff, right? That you know that maybe in some conversations it is about chakras. I, I know think, it. Right? I know people are like, they'll you say that you're it's like <laughs> you're crazy, like that. But it's real. Like it, it's actually that show right there. To your right, Avatar: Last Airbender. It depicts it great, and uh, for like you know all ages to be honest. And there's this guru basically talking about the chakras to to Aang. He's an avatar, and he doesn't understand he. He doesn't understand what it is. And he's like, the, the your chakras are like are all through your body. And it's as if then he they're next to a little stream and he puts rocks in between. And he see you, you know, it's not flowing anymore. Mm-hmm. And he's like, once you heal all these little chakras and open them up, you start flowing. You're welcome, yeah. Cyber World. <laughs> Avatar Last Airbender. Uh that reminds me. I don't know if you guys have ever been to the Bodies Exhibit. Do you remember that exhibit? No. The Bodies Exhibit was this really cool thing that they had. It was this traveling exhibit, this Chinese exhibit. And it showed, showed you about how the body works, right? In the city or? Yeah, it was in the city, all over the place. Yeah. And, like, when you actually saw that your nervous system looked like telephone lines and that your artery really looked like a pump, mm-hmm. it, was, it was easier to understand, like, what a fascinating machine that we are. We are, yeah. And I remember um, doing this test, and at the time, my husband was was my boyfriend, and we're doing this test, and it was just measuring alpha and theta brain waves. Mm. And we both had to put on these men, these metal hats, and there was this marble in the middle of the table. And just with your thoughts, you had to move the marble. And you would assume, like, Zen, Sabita, Holistic Center, like, no problem. But I was just so focused on beating this motherfucker yeah, yeah. <laughs> that nothing happened. Yeah. It would not move. Yeah. It would not move. And Scott, my amazing husband, right? Like he was just and like I thought, you know, Scott, he's a police officer. Yeah, no spirituality in this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he has a crew cut haircut. <laughs> he doesn't you know have, Scott, exactly. No, no, I'm just, that's I mean, him. it's every police officer like stereotype. Sorry guys, I love you guys. You know, I do. Don't defund the police. Exactly. But, exactly. Yeah, but no, I there yeah, I could I could see why you'd be like <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> along. Like, it's even in my genes, like, to be spiritual. Like, exactly. And then he probably was like, 
<laughs> you know, exactly. like uh, and the whole room just levitated exactly. when he did it. No, Scott seems like a pretty deep guy. He's so great. I love that guy. I, love that <laughs> I guy. hope so. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> and that's a whole other story yeah. how we met, which is awesome. Yeah. Um. So he moves it. He, yeah, he moves it, and it was it's it was like right in your face about what happens in flight and fight, mm. and what happens with your nervous system, right? So. Um, that's what I just try to like make sure that I am aware of. I'm aware of maybe I need to get in touch with my emotional intelligence right here and process this before I react. And I think that's, you know, I think that's really important. And that's this whole cancer experience has helped me to do that because, you know, we all have things to us that feels like it's important. And it could be, um, and it's important to us right then and there, but it could also have like long-term damage on you, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't, if you don't find ways to process it. Awesome. Good stuff. Let's talk about books. Books. I told Sabita, she was like, what do you guys talk about on the show? I was like, we, for some reason, books come up a lot. Like, <laughs> I know, yeah, I know. Time, and like, it's funny because me and Jake, growing up, we talk about it all the time. We weren't known as the reading type. Yeah, we didn't read. And it's like, now we're readers. Yeah, we it, read a lot now. Um, but no, we talk about The Alchemist a lot, yeah, which yeah. we've talked about. Yep. Um, it's Maruno here. T- tons of different books. But uh, what did, uh, did you, you bring, bring today? So, so are these books that have changed your business for, you know, stuff that you use for business, life? If, Totally. And again, full disclaimer to those non-readers, um, I like to read like three, four books at the same time. See, that's what I, I do. That's what I do, too. It's <laughs> fudge and I'll dumb. Read, I'll read like three chapters and then I'll see another book. Yeah. Like, yeah. I need to read this. Yeah. 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 I'll start yeah. reading that yep. and I'll be like, I kind of like that other book, too. So I'll go back to that. Yeah. yeah. Same way. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's cool. And I, it, for me, like it allows me to some books are really meant to just read a chapter and mm-hmm. process it. You know, like right. um, one of the books I brought today is um, Brene Brown, The Gift of Imperfections. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this book. No, no. Um, Lick of who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are. Mm. And I like um, that. Yeah. And one of the cool things is like I love I love words. And mm. one of the words that, and there's so many different words that we give meaning to yeah. that are, it's not maybe that's the word or in the context of yes. that, right? Gosh. And, right? Yeah. And so. We get each other. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of the words that she talks about is the word courage, right? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times when we think about courage, we think about like physically strong and like that battle brave right brave muscles exactly and the word courage really came from speaking from your heart and having the courage to really honestly speak from your heart and that is that takes a lot of courage yeah to to be vulnerable and like be yourself Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah so um, that's one of my um, favorite books. Mm. Um, and, and it really is like, I, I think that, um, again, like being a human being, we're so lucky that we were born in this lifetime as a human being. I know. But we are some assholes sometimes. Oh, yeah. We oh, are yeah. so stupid sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like we're such self-sabotagers. You oh know, yeah. Sometimes. If I wish I wish one of our buddies was here, he would he'd be he'd be like <sighs> he'd look at me and be like 
<laughs> He's a self-sabotager. He always says it. Um, and But there's like, there's so many great nuggets in that. Mm-hmm. And there's so many like lessons to learn about that. And there's so many ways that you can actually then again help somebody else not to make that same mistake or find a different way to communicate so that somebody else you know, it's again, like it's always, what is it? Quantum physics, like no two people are going to see the same thing the same way because we've all had our own experiences yeah. and we like bring our own story. Right, like we to all it. have our own perspective yeah. of the world. Yeah. We've yeah. all, it's crazy. I always think about that sometimes when I'm in a group, big group of people. I'm like, holy freaking shit. Everyone here is experiencing life right now and like has, and it's just like crazy. It's like their own world. Totally. Totally. It's nuts. It, it's, yeah, it's crazy. When you right? really like actually like, whoa, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. And then and that and then like also how quiet is their world? Like how how much are people just carrying on that? Con- like, is I there know. noise? Yeah, I or know. is there like some space in there? There's a lot of <laughs> robotic sheep out there, <laughs> just like work home, my kids work home, kids. You know, like no self growth, no like a lot of people. And that's when honestly, when you talked about. Uh, you know, your inner youth or whatever. I call it your inner child. You know, mm. it's like a lot of people lose that and then they go do something they hate for the rest of their lives and then they look back and they're like, oh my God, what did I do? Yeah. You know, what did I do? That's why we're here. That's why I'm here actually. So it's like I never have to look back and be like, geez, what did I do? Totally. It's like at least I did that. Better to try it yeah. and fail it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I think like one of my favorite people ever, her name was Ellen and... um. I was with her when they told her that she had weeks to live. Wow. And I was like, why is this happening? And what am I supposed to learn from this? And Ellen said to me to forgive, to like continuously forgive yourself and to forgive other people. And I remember going to her funeral and the priest saying how many times Ellen had him come over because he had... She had so many people that she had to forgive and how many people that she wanted to ask for forgiveness. So, you know, like you like living your own truth helps so that in the end you don't have to forgive as many people. Right. You know, you're 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 coming from your from your truth. Yeah. And it's hard to forgive yourself. I feel like it's it's I've forgiven a lot of people, you know, because you have to forgive to be forgiven. Right. So but like forgiving yourself, that's tough sometimes. Like when you do something dumb to what you think is dumb. You know, it could send you down a spiral. It can totally send you down a spiral. And that's when I think, unfortunately, it's when we have to sit with acceptance and, you know, patience and and be, like you said, to that inner child, like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. And and then again, rebuild. Mm -hmm. Because, again, that foundation, you know, you're not a total fuck up. Yeah. Right? Like, like why are we staying in that? You don't have yeah. to stay in that space. Right. right. Yeah. You just want to make sure your your side of the street is clean yeah. all the time. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Always. You don't have to live with, like, feeling any of that sorrow, guilt, all that stuff. Like, yeah. You know, if you could wake up every day and say, like, okay, my side of the street is clean. I've been a good person. <laughs> or at the end of the day, you're a little, you know, go through a little checklist. Like, man, do I owe anybody amends like did i check everything off today you know Mm -hmm. like do i need to reach out to anybody so and i think something with that like you know the other day i um one of my girlfriends who is not the most emotional people and she comes across as like really happy and 
and the life of the party, but not necessarily like can deal with all the things that she does not like about mm-hmm. herself or about life. And um, I mean, if I could have a flip phone, I, I've made it clear to everybody that technology is not my friend, and I, I, I prefer to not even learn. Honestly, like. I'd rather pay someone else to do it because yeah. that's not where – it brings out the words to me. It makes me feel stupid, right? And so I was having problem with technology, and um, I reached out to her about it, and she's like, um, you know, don't give me that excuse about – you know, don't don't use that excuse about technology. And I was like, don't try to shame me and judge <laughs> me right now. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm just joking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, dude. You're trying to shame me and judge me now, and I love you. Yeah. And I'm just letting you know. And she hung up and she hung up the phone on me. And I called her back and I was like, listen, like, you know, I hear what you're saying and I'm just letting you know. I hear what you're saying. Right? (laughs) It's like I do. Like and then they tune in differently. Like, okay, they're I understand where you're coming from. Yes, yes. Well, let's just say we haven't spoken since. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. We have not we have not spoken since. And so like my patience is that Hopefully she's going to come back and, and say like, well, even if my even though I was giving her a little dig, you know, my intentions were to just joke around. But I love this person mm-hmm. and I need to acknowledge that she felt I made her feel she felt a certain kind of way. Yeah. And I got to acknowledge that. Yeah. Right, about that. And, and just like giving people some space that, OK, that's my own shit. I, I know I don't know anything about technology. I got my defense on about that. I'm feeling my own shame and guilt. Yeah. And on the flip side, right? sometimes other people are going through their own their own shit that has absolutely nothing to do with you. And mm-hmm. you're just you just happen to be the person yeah, that, the bu- that called them up at that yeah. exact moment when they were not in, in a, a good, good mood about something. Yeah. And yes. like, you just happen to be that person that takes the brunt of it. Like, yeah. yeah. I always think about that. I'm like, I don't even think they're mad at me. Like, just. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, giving both those people space so until they feel comfortable to just, like, come back and be like. Because that's, you know, that will happen. But yeah. I think, like, being okay with that space is also really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you seem like the, like, I have a specific story that I'm thinking of. But, like, you're, like, the type of person where you're just, like, very, you're, you're yourself. And you're very easy to probably forgive. Because I remember. I was at Harborview when COVID was like just starting and everybody was like really, really, really on edge. And there's like this regular guy that goes there and he, I don't know why he just never wanted to wear the mask. And he was Uh, in the store one day and the girl behind the counter was like pretty nicely like, Hey, please put your mask on or don't come in here, you know? And like he started talking shit to her and then yeah. she was standing behind him and she goes, hey, don't be a fucking asshole. <laughs> All right? She's nice to you every single day. Yeah. You know, wear the mask when you come in here. Or don't come in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then literally, though, I got my stuff and went outside and she was sitting at a table with that guy talking to him like <laughs> like having her breakfast. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, and that is me. Like, it's, yeah. I'm a hundred percent transparent. Yeah, like I feel so much safer in the world being yes. that way. Like you either like me or you don't like me. It's okay. Yeah, me too. And I feel it, that. Right, and it's so like, I think that's important. It's just one of the, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, like, no, to come out come out of the restaurant and you were sitting like like me and you were sitting right now, just like because you. Know. you I mean, like this particular person, like he has his own problems. Right, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. some, he's got some deeper problems, right? Yeah. And so I didn't want to make him. It's like, how can you be mad at this guy? Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't want to. 
make people feel shame and guilt and not feel like we can't move from shame and guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, I know. Okay, yeah, yeah, you, were, yeah. you were just a dick. You were an asshole. Yeah, move on. Let's yeah, now it's like. You was like, an asshole <laughs> a bunch of times. I yeah. Think that was the tipping point. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Perfect poor, person to behind him, too. Harbor view. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They're so sweet there, too. It's like, how can you be mean to them? Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake's like, <laughs> I don't want to know anything about that yeah. right now. Even though he can whoop his ass. <laughs> <laughs> nah. um, one of the other books that I forgot, yeah, which I have. thought was really good, is um, The E-Myth Revisited. I don't know if you guys have ever read that book before. No. But no. it's the entrepreneurial myth. And as an entrepreneur... Like basically, you have a trade, and may, and then maybe you're good at one other thing, but you're not you're not meant to be an on you're not meant to be the janitor, you're not meant to be the accountant, you're not meant to, like there's so many roles that you have to be when you're an entrepreneur that you can't do them all well, and figuring out and understanding that okay, whatever you bring to the table, this is your trade. And then also making sure that you surround yourself with those other people so that you can actually scale your business. Yeah. Yeah. So you can actually like scale your business and also so that you don't allow what your weaknesses are to stand in your way. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, that's the other thing about corporate lifestyle. Like you have all those layers that you just don't have when, you know, when you're an entrepreneur. Um, It's like more freedom, I feel like. More creative freedom, more just freedom. It's yeah. literally, I couldn't. You don't have to, yeah, there's no, you don't have to run anything up the ladder. It's yeah, like, nothing. The idea, and we're like, okay, we're going to do it. I get both sides of it because I work in the corporate yeah. world, and then we're also doing this, this, where it's like corporate world, one thing, and I'm, I'm grateful for my job yeah. and like the opportunities that I've had there and everything. I love it. Um, and that's even an entrepreneurial job too. More, it is. Mortgages because it's really your own hustler business. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm, I don't have a salary. Like I don't have to be anywhere at any certain time. Like it's, I get what I put into it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on this side of it, it's like very creative. Like if I get an idea, call him up and be like, let's fucking do this shit. Yeah. Now. It's like, we're doing it. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like no big deal. All right, let's try it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I love it. It's just free. You learn a lot more about like time management. Mm hmm what you want to expend your resources into, Energy. you know, because it's like, we have this much money to do this with. Is this what we want to spend this on? Yeah. Um, what time, how, how long do we have to do all this stuff? What kind of people do we want to make sure like that we're investing into the right people, right. our energy uh, that they're totally. investing with us. You yeah. Know are what they I mean? on yeah. our free frequency. Are they vibrating with us or are they a little couple notches below? Exactly. You know, it's like, geez Louise. <laughs> yeah. We had like a whole bunch of people that were kind of involved with yeah. us. And then we have another, who is a, another person who was a guest on our show and has become kind of like a mentor. Not yeah. kind of, he's become a mentor for us. Yeah. Big but bro. We were talking to him about like, Hey, should like, should we, what, should, what do we do with these people that are kind of half in, half, half out? out? And he's like, sit down with them, take them to lunch, and be like, where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. And if it has nothing to do with you and your, Downtown your TV, business, yeah. then bye. Exactly. Just cut it off at that point. Yeah, like so, you know. Mm, that's a good point. Because it's like yeah. the energy, and I understand, because it's like if all our energy on our team is going this way, we're going to get where we need to get, which is over there, so much quicker. But if like one person's even going that way, it's going to take uh, longer. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. bye. We don't yeah. need it. You know what I mean? We've got enough people. You know, and people always come in and go. They come and go. And it's like the right people will be here. Right. And slowly but totally. surely, it's been happening. It's been epic. Yeah. It's been epic. <laughs> it it's all been. about the right fit. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. 
What else you, know? you got for us? Yeah, what else? So, like you said, time management. Um, the one minute organizer. One right minute on organizer, <laughs> plain and simple. Because I think so many times, and like one of the things that talk the gift of imperfections talks about is that so many times, and I think you saw this at different points in our in our life. You get so overwhelmed that you do nothing, mm-hmm. right? Like how many times you would look at something and say, like, "Oh, this project is just too big." And then you just like you freeze, yeah. right? Uh, um, and or and that gets really that can get really exhausting. Like if you if you allow your emotions to overtake you, mm-hmm. that can really like take you back. So I love this book because it's just really simple. Um, and again, it it just leads to just making you want to do it because everything for me needs to. I want more pleasure in my life, mm-hmm. right? And I clutter makes me feel. It's not good for my brain. Right. But sometimes I just don't even have the energy to even want to do it. So, like, if I do this one-minute organizer and I put on the timer for 10 minutes and, like, I get a project done, and then, you know, you don't it takes off some of that weight that allows mm-hmm. you on to do more stuff. So I really like that book. That's good. I um, need to get that one. I love um, – so I think one thing that's been super helpful to me is meditation. Um, I like to do a – this five minute affirmation thing that I do in the morning. I do it every morning and night. I do it every morning and night affirmations. Like, cool. especially for this thing. Like I'm like locked in, <laughs> you know what I mean? Since COVID actually, since like that week I was like, yeah, it's time. Like it's time. get in there, you know? Yeah. And it really actually does make a difference. Yeah. It really, really does. I mean, everything takes up space. What's the What's the process? Like, what's the five minute? So, um, yeah. my five minute meditation is I I like to do it outside. Um, I've been sitting at the corner at Harborview. I'm sorry, at um, St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. So I sit by the water, and um, it's really fascinating because, like, even on the really cold days or even the really rainy days, I'm still doing it, and I don't feel the cold, nor do I feel the rain. And that's because of the breathing, right? Yeah. And the mindset of just like where you are connected. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I follow this five minute, these five minute affirmations. You're guided. Yeah. Guided. It's guided. And so it's, it was from this one woman. And then I just from then on took it. And then I added some of my own Mm -hmm. that, you know, resonated with me. And it's been actually now a part of a treatment when, when clients come to see me, it's like the last five minutes. We, I, I either speak out loud, out loud, a five minute affirmation, or we listen to a five minute affirmation. And I tell people to, you know, if there's anything that comes up for you, like let's add that into it. Mm-hmm. And it's been such a great way to connect that mind and body and then send them out into the universe the yeah. yeah yeah and for me that has been just life-changing as as far as like some of my favorites are like you know my miracles are already in progress you know i i speak from cl- with clarity and compassion um i am a mm-hmm. i am a connection to financial wealth mm-hmm. right like it's Literally, all yeah. of those things yep. right and it's yes so i love that i love i am sure yeah i am like do you know this so hum i am a world guider i am but 
Do you know right? the Soham meditation? No, no, no. Oh, cool. So that's exactly what it is. I am. That I am, that I am. So, so I so feel hum. like that's what Angie told us, right? That's what Angie yeah, was talking yes, about. Yeah, yes, yes. That's what yeah, I that's thought. Somebody else on a podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah, you'll love her. Yeah, yeah. Was, the whole time you've been on, I was like, we've got to hook her up. Yes, with yes. They love each other. Yes, they will. Um, but that's what she does. She sets a timer throughout the day. She says so. Yes. It's like once an hour or something yes. like that for like a minute or two minutes. She has like her affirmations, like I, I am, am. Yes. Abundance. I am like or whatever yes. it is. Totally. Actually, her Instagram handle is I am Angie. I am. Yeah, yeah. Like that's her. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, you're gonna love She's her. She's super cool. She's yeah, the best. Really we went cool. out to dinner with her and Chris, uh, that mentor he was talking about, two days ago. Yeah, two nights ago. They're just epic. Cool. They're yeah. a fun cool. time. Yeah, <laughs> fun time. Please yeah. include me. Yeah, so oh, definitely. Yeah. No, no, that's what we're doing here. We're just building friendships. We don't even care about the. Yeah, show. all the <laughs> everybody that we've had on here has somehow connected with like somebody else from the show or we've connected with everybody yeah and it's been like it's been really cool and our main goal when yes. we get to 50 people i think you're 26 26 7 8 i don't know we stopped counting because we kept messing up yeah. the numbers like i'd be like what is this episode 17, yeah maybe it's just 18. not worth it so anyway. i stopped saying at the beginning <laughs> yeah uh but when we get to 50 so we have all the episodes counted out when we get to 50 we're gonna hopefully covid will be done further yeah. done by then mm-hmm. um we're gonna have like a big networking party party thing that is so with cool. the 50 people at first yeah trip. so you'll be there yeah That's for so sure cool. yeah thank I know. you yeah it's gonna be awesome and i actually want to say something but i'll say it after it's about the dream is live because i have another day we could add for health okay with glenn her you know and he could get a couple other people too but we'll talk about that after we have another idea for you. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's epic it's epic you'll love where we're where we're doing it but Aww. we'll talk about it later we can't tell the people everything. <laughs> <laughs> i give too much away but, yeah. so is that the yeah power so awareness? the power awareness so um sundays for me like monday's my favorite i've got a couple i love uh, certain days mondays i love mondays because it's a do-over day right it's like whatever shit week. show yeah, I love happened it. last week it's i know like start over i right? love mondays too start over and what helps me to get to that place is is sundays right like i love um i need some form of of grounding right um my family's my family's from the caribbean um i was introduced to hinduism as a child i didn't understand why there were so many different gods like why couldn't i just have like one god like everybody else Mm. and i remember being you know at my parents temple in queens and the the pundit or you would call him a priest said you know do you get all of your needs met from one person the answer is no we do not get all of our needs met from one person and that that these deities are just a reminder that there's God in all of us and that there's all these different ways, you know, to to see it, right? And there's even this God called Kali. And do you guys know who Kali is? Nope. No. no. So Kali is just really, I mean, all of the Indian de- de- Hindu deities are kind of fascinating yeah. looking, right? But right. the Kali one... She looks like this crazy person and she's killing. <laughs> and at the same time, she's helping. And it's it's the reminder that we have good and evil in mm-hmm. all of us. Right. And and how to and how to connect to that. And so for me, spirituality is so important. It could be it could be walking in the woods. It could be a couple of moments in Joel Osteen. It could be going to church with a girlfriend. Right. It's like, how do I get grounded? And and some of the ways that I like to make it super easy is easy is buddhism has lots and lots of easy ways mm-hmm. to 
make it realistic, holistic tools, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, one of my favorite meditations is one that you can do almost anywhere. You can't, you shouldn't do it when you're driving. Is it the breathing one? It's no. a breathing one, but your eyes you are like get too lightheaded. Like while Wim Hof, <laughs> I do Wim Hof ones. You know Wim Hof? Oh, Ice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, did I'm like, <laughs> and, 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 dude, you start feeling like I do it in the morning after my affirmations, and it's like, whoa! After yeah. you're like, whoa! You're yeah, you're making yourself hypoxic, pretty much. Like, it's awesome. That's what uh, I just David. felt. I feel cool right now, just doing that right there. <laughs> So do you have you swam out in the cold water? You know what's funny? So I've I'll do it at I'll do the cold water thing, but he says to do it slowly. I'm I'm doing it. I'm getting there. Okay. You'll cool. see me out there. Okay. Butt cheeks out there. <laughs> <laughs> One day. All right. Have you ever heard of the certified health nut? No. Oh, Got to look him up. I feel like you'd like his like whole. Yeah, we'll show you his Instagram. Yeah, he's cool. he's he's out. He's like out there. Cool. Cool. He is. Cool. He's cool though. Um, this Buddhist meditation is one where you keep your eyes slightly open. So like if you think of, um, I guess I'm going to say this, like if you're high and your eyes are slightly closed, but slightly open, right? That heavy lid allows you to just focus on one thing. Yeah, I was just trying to do it. (laughs) Right, yeah. like that look, I should say, if you're high, if you look like you're high, let's yeah, clarify yeah, yeah, yeah. this. Sorry. <laughs> uh, if you look like you're high and you got like that, that heavy lid thing, right, it, and you focus, you, you, your eyes start to focus on one thing as opposed to like all, everything around you mm-hmm. and how that really also just helps you to slow down your heart rate and um, get you out of flight and fight. So mm-hmm. you could be in an argument with somebody, you could be waiting in the line at the grocery store, you know, and your heart rate could be beating really fast and you're not saying what you really want to be saying. And that's a really great way to just like tune inward and reassess and come up with something, you know, that is really coming more from your heart as opposed to something that is, that is in a defensive way. Because I really do believe, like when you when you speak from your heart, um, we can all like put our dukes down, mm-hmm. no? So I love that book, The Power of Awareness. Do you? Uh, I'm gonna guess the answer is no. Okay. But do you identify as a certain religion? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't. Were you, you raised by like in Hindu his Hinduism? Yeah. So like, what I love about the Caribbean is like no joke that the one love thing is a real thing. It's mm-hmm. a really, a real, real thing. And when I was in the hospital for two weeks, like I was so grateful that all of the nurses' aides were all women from the Caribbean. Mm. And those were all my aunties and during that time and like honestly kept my, um, kept me sane. And I remember going to Trinidad growing up and going to the market and in the market there would be uh, Christian music and, 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 um, Hindu music and Muslim music and like Rasta music. Yeah. And then be like all of these different musics going on in the market and everybody was one love. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Like that's really, really what it was. And when I was, and I think my parents, they made sure that they brought us to every different kind of religious function. They brought us to Catholic, Muslim, Buddhist, Jewish, because you know, my parents knew that my sister's a social worker, that 
we were two women that we were going to have to learn how to kick ass in life if we were going to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. But we also wanted to find ways that we could connect with other people. And so my parents always exposed us to all religions, which I'm so, so Mm -hmm. grateful for that they, that they did that. And, um, and so like when we have faced things like this and it continues to come up, you can find ways of like finding ways where you can connect. Religion's one of those things where it's like people are either like super open-minded about it, right? Like mm-hmm. I feel like I am. Like I can kind of like I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Uh, from any re- like any religion or like some people are very very closed-minded. Mm-hmm. With it. It's just like it's Jesus or nothing mm-hmm. or, or yeah or whatever you know uh, whatever whatever it is you know yeah. and um, Muhammad and or, or whatever it yeah. is yeah or you have like your. Uh, Atheists, obviously, who are <laughs> like atheists, seem are usually very, very strong-minded oh, about man. atheism, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> I know. But no, I, I, I love talking to like people who are very like open-minded about religion because I think like at the base of every religion, I, I, maybe not every, because there's tons that I probably don't know about, but yeah. like, it's just like about being a good person, you know. And then it gets convoluted with with people's ideas and what, right. what other people are putting into it. Um, but no, I, I just think they're all so beautiful and like appreciate all of them. And it's just like nice to like hear like your opinion on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the world's a kind of a fucked up place right now. And I think it really, really shows us that we need one another. Mm -hmm, Right. We need one another. And, um, I know. Not Big all time. this social distancing bullshit. <laughs> we need <laughs> one another. Taking my First Amendment away from me. <laughs> uh, Joey Biden, Trump, all you guys. Totally, right? All of it. It's um, crazy. Yeah, so. That one should have just been Ned Lamont. Ned. Oh, God. <laughs> Come don't on. even, don't yeah, even yeah, get yeah. me started. Emperor Ned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, for me, like, I have been in positions where people have wanted me to get politically involved. Mm. And I have really, really liked being a a brown skin girl. Like it has allowed me in so many ways to be Switzerland, to allow me to have conversations that I wouldn't normally get to have, right. you know, that might be inappropriate for one person to have that, you know, I, it's okay. It's okay mm. for me to like ask that, ask those kinds of questions. Um, I remember being with a bunch of my black girlfriends and everybody showing up in their Beamer and their Mercedes. And these are like strong women. And we went out for brunch and it was, um, you know, they had like their standards about themselves. And later on in the day, I had Rosé with my older white women at their country club and all of these women showed up in their Beamers and their Mercedes and whatnot, and they were all sleeping with married men. And I said, <laughs> and I said, I was like, can I, as a brown girl, can I just, can I share something? Like, you're taking all of this for granted. You mm. know, like, they, they see their worth. They see how hard that they've had to work for their stuff, right? And I don't really know if you guys are seeing your worth, right? Mm-hmm. And. I don't know if anybody else could have said that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and or I can ask one of my black girlfriends about like, tell me about your hair, like I, like the whole, the whole entire process because I'm curious, mm-hmm. right? And not be and not because I'm trying to be racially insensitive. Yeah. So I want to like use those ways of finding you know ways to connect. Like we talked about, 
you know, my crew, you know, my morning, my morning right. crew and, you know, having conversations. Which is a group of old white guys. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a bunch of old white guys who I adore. Yeah. I really, really adore. And, um, you know, and to have conversations that we, neither one of us would normally get to have, you know, like use the word colored and, and have a conversation about like, what does that word mean? And, and to also come from a place of, you know, my family was from the Caribbean and the word Negro was a much more appropriate word that was used again, like culture, mm-hmm. right? Like what, right. why do we have to get all caught up in all of it and get angry about it all and mm-hmm. understand that? Or, you know, the whole thing about, I remember one day, one of them saying to me about like female drivers and how terrible they are. And I was like, what does that really mean? And, you know, well, someone who's more aloof, aloof when they're driving and, if you take a look at my car, you will see that I'm an aloof driver, right? I don't want to always You're paying like, attention. I can't argue about yeah. that. Right? Like, I can't argue it's, with that. I mean, it's, it's kind of true. <laughs> kind of true, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, but also, you know, helping us all to just kind of see that, what, like, this, this is the season that we're in right now. What is our story that we bring to it? How can we all help each other to have a better understanding? You know, mm. um, like that's that's a footprint that I want to leave. You know, awesome, love it. What's yeah. next? Okay, um, exercise without movement, as taught by Sri Swami Rama. So, um, when I was in the hospital for two weeks, I couldn't drive for a month afterwards. And um, I got to tell you, like, it's super, super humbling when you lose your freedom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, having someone wipe your butt, I don't highly recommend. I really, <laughs> yeah, I really, sure it'll really, happen once in my I life. Really, <laughs> I don't, and hopefully you're not cognizant that it's happening, I hope right? Not. It's, you're hoping it's not happening. And, um, <laughs> And like when you talk about freedom and independence and part of that sometimes has to be of what's my freedom and independence of what I have right now. Right. And so I didn't, I didn't drive for a whole entire month and I had to figure out, you know, I was somebody who, like you said, you knew me from the gym. Like I like to work out. I like, and I like to work out hard and I couldn't do all those things because my body wasn't ready for those things. And how do I then create movement without, movement right right mm. and so that's where this book came into play and it, again it was just again that reminder of that story of I, I told you guys about that marble and not being able to move and what was i you know really doing i remember when um when i had to finally give in and um and have a hysterectomy that i couldn't I tried for so long to like, I mean, I had my first cancer was uterine cancer. I held off for five years from trying to get pregnant and mm. cancer free. Like I fought like it was it was working. And then I was going to be one of my, you know, my success stories that my business has been able to tell other people, other people like success stories. Right. You know, and um, like just. Getting to be comfortable with what actually is has this book has been really helpful with moving when you can't always move. 
Got it. Um, so my niece, who I adore, Katie Zambelin, shout out to Katie. Shout out, Katie. Um, is a senior at Wake Forest, and she's a business major. Mm. And she gave me this book, and the book is called Influencer, Building Your Personal Brand in the Age of Social Media. You mm. guys know this book? No, but I'm familiar with the topic. Yeah. <laughs> and do you know who Brittany Hennessy is? I do not. Okay. Do you? So no. this, I guess, is like a really popular book with entrepreneurs and also is a, a business book. And I've always had an aversion to the word influencer. You know, I didn't really want to have to, looking her up. you know, take a picture of me and my avocado toast. And I, and I had to really decide about like, my husband's a super private person, you know, about what do I share and what do I not share? You know, that is my family. Mm-hmm. And in this book, you know, there's other things besides influencers. There's words like life casters. There's words like um, expert. And there are other ways that you can actually use social media to expand. Um, so this book actually helped to change the way that I looked at that ugly word influencer. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, this was a really cool book. That, this is real quick. Another yep. thing that we're talking about with Angie, I think. Like, in, you know what I mean? Being like an influencer, like you always think of somebody who has a million followers or, or whatever it is, but it's like everybody's has that sort of influence over it. Even if it's a small group of people, like mm-hmm. your influence goes to them, from them to other people, you know what I mean? So it's like, you don't need like a, you don't need to be a, a, an Instagram influencer or like whatever to, to be to an impact. influencer. Yeah, you know? yeah. Totally. And, or to have an impact on something, you know? It's yeah. Just, yeah. I, I think like word of mouth, if you want to call it influence is the best type of advertisement for yourself or your business. Like that's, that's the best way. I mean, that's why I'm still in business is because of, you know, word of mouth. And again, back to that word, you know, influence and like who influences us. Um, One of my friend's daughters is 12 years old. And um, when I first got diagnosed with uterine cancer, I was really mad that there were all these people doing their GoFundMe page and getting all the sympathy and, I was like, where is this duality with me where I wanted people to know, but then I was also wanted my privacy. And um, we created Uterisa, who is uh, literally a superhero. So if you go on my website, there's a, a, a super, there's a cartoon version of me with the uterus on my chest. <laughs> and she is the girl's guide to her superpowers and really understanding, you know, there's a reason why, fellas, that. At one time of the month, we are totally psycho. Mm-hmm. And why? Uh, uh, really? Uh, I never knew uh, that. Uh, that happens? <laughs> and why? That's when the 80-20 rule goes away uh, and you eat all that chocolate ice cream. It's 100 right? to nothing. <laughs> but that chocolate ice cream thing is about the magnesium. So that's okay. a whole other thing. Got it. Um, and what's going on with your period. And, <laughs> and then there's parts of your cycle where you're so brilliant. And how do you really... And there's like certain cultures like... Um, Hasidic Jews and Hindus, like they create a woman's cycle very differently than our American cycle about like, go, 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 regardless of what's going on with your body. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this 12 year old, like this relationship with this 12 year old, like allowed me to then, I'm now going to start doing some social emotional lesson plans for Westport, you know, because Mm -hmm. she spoke up about how it's hard to speak up. And she also, you know, gave me some insight, but then also created my gift bags that I have in my office. And, and I said to her, you know, um, bags by mags, 
Maggie, you <laughs> know, should we do Speed Holistic Center? Should we do the flower? And she's like, I think you should just do the flower because not everybody likes a, a label. Mm. And um, I think you'll, more people will like it. Mm. And so I thought I was going to be spending like 30 to 50 cents on this sticker with this 12-year-old. And the sticker comes out to $1.50. And, and I'm like, Maggie, you know, how am I going to make money on this? I, I, I want to do this, but I really didn't want to spend that much. And she's like, well, why don't you kind of think of it as like Ikea? You know, Ikea, they give you the bag, you fill it up. And then at the end, you're like, you know what? I'm going to buy the bag. And that's really how I've incorporated ma- bags, idea. my mags, yeah. right? So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's changed like my whole entire thought, like my whole hatred, mm-hmm. you know, and... And and you know reflecting on what why 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 am I why am I hating on that? So this book has really been helpful, you know, for that. Cool. Um, this is a cool book, the automatic customer creating subscription businesses in any industry. And I was um, on my honeymoon, and we were in Vieques at the W, and it was such a crazy cool spot and it was so it was full of so many entrepreneurs mm. it was like all entrepreneurs and there were four different people reading this book at the time which i thought was really cool and i think that you know the way that we all find a way not to burn out is to find ways to scale and to find ways to create systems so this is a really cool book that allows you to think about that and what are the different ways that you can create systems and and have not who doesn't want an automated cu- customer like right. right like just a recurring customer yeah, yeah a recurring yeah. customer like who doesn't want that so i think that was um a really really cool book um one book another book i did not read because again i want to save it mm. right like we're doing that tease thing right now right yeah um is was was written by two doctors and the book was printed in 2018 and it talked about that the next war that we were going to have to, I don't know if we talked about this, the next war that we were going to have to fight was going to be an airborne war. Mm. And why? So how people can predict it. Right? And why is that happening? Why are we going to have like an airborne, like why is that, right? Because of travel and... Um, and so like it's, it's connecting all of us. And this book really talks about like, the only thing that you can really do is strengthen your immune system, mm-hmm. period. That's really all that you can do. So um, I'm going to hold back because I'm using parts of that book to create more of um, a build out on my business of big business burnout mm. that allows companies to really help their employees really look at their heart rate variables, all these little techniques that you can do. So the reality is insurance companies don't want to pay for um, – pre-existing conditions and things like diabetes and high blood pressure and all these things that a lot are controllable cost a lot of money. Mm. So there's like this duality of what the hell you want someone sitting at their desk for 10, 12 hours, even though it's going to create all of these health issues and how do we find a way for them to figure out, okay, we want to reduce our health care. We want to help our people, but we also need the reality. We want to bust ass. And how do you like make that a realistic, holistic thing? So hold out like on it. that one. I can't mm. wait to hear more about that. Right? I know. Seriously. Yeah. And then my last book, uh, again, is another book from my adorable, sweet, I want to come back as Katie Zampelin um, book, uh, How Brands Grow, What Marketers Don't Know, mm. which I think is also a really cool uh, book. 
that, again, allows you to get really simple about what makes you you mm-hmm. and to hone on that and to find out where the need is and how do you then best present yourself to fill on that need. Awesome. Love it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, before we finish up. Yeah. One. Where can people find information about your business or any of your social media stuff? Very cool. Um, please follow me on Instagram at Realistic Holistic Chick. Uh, mm-hmm. I am also on uh, LinkedIn. My website is SabitaHolisticCenter.com. Uh, same thing for Facebook. Gotcha. Um, oh, and if you want to come and get a treatment at the Funky Pink House... 3519 just, Post Road, Southport. There you go. <laughs> just mention this podcast and uh, we'll give you 20% off to all of our friends and family here. Wow, awesome. that's fire. Thank you. You heard that, what? guys? Because it's fire over there. Exactly. <laughs> it's dope. Uh, the second, so the, the yes, second this is, question yes. that we're starting to ask people on our podcast is what we've already gone over this, yeah. so you don't have to answer this question. Yes. Is what book do you recommend? And then our third question which was our only question before that we're now asking everybody is uh if you could go back to your 20 year old self mm. and give yourself one i piece love of everybody's advice. reaction when they yeah i know it's like it's like, They're like oh, oh. drop this bomb right at the end i thought <laughs> yeah. <we were> done. <laughs> don't allow anything to be videoed that's my <laughs> <laughs> yo real talk though for like any we didn't have to deal with all but that yeah we, we did it no. yeah be careful yeah um, uh, real talk. What would I say to my 20 year old self as mistakes that I made or what? Whatever, just advice. Yeah. Somebody yesterday asked if like they could go back and tell them like one thing that they should know today, what it would be. Okay. Um, so what I would say is that, um, be present and time is not unlimited. It's totally not unlimited. Like I love that we are in a world of, girl power and you can have it all but not for nothing like you only get so many eggs your ovaries dry up at a certain <laughs> point in time and yeah. and that you really do have to think about family planning mm. if you think that that might be something that you want to do in your life you really honestly do have to really think about that in your 20s yeah um because like it drives me nuts right now like when i see that you know, it's like, oh, no worries. I'll just go and do IVF and, oh, I'll just freeze. You know, there's a reason why they're, they give you a stack full of things that you sign off on mm-hmm. when you do that because studies show that you might get ovarian cancer. You know, so. you might be, you know, bringing these things into your, into your life. So, mm-hmm. again, like just knowing what, like the reality of what, you're, knowing the pros and cons of what you're doing. You know, like I always tell my 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 women that, you know, want to have a this is maybe not the best way to end this, but (laughs) (laughs) but, like, you know, have sex with anybody that you want to have sex with. But each time you put a new penis inside your body, it creates a new inflammation. It creates like more scar tissue and you're not thinking you're not thinking about that. So, Mm. you know, I would say like they're ju- definitely not. They're definitely <laughs> you they're never not like another about- scar tissue gone, <laughs> right? Because it's like it's a foreign thing into yeah. your body. It's yeah. a foreign thing into your body, and that's the reason why, like, 
some people again I'm, this is so this is how we're ending this that's fine i love it <laughs> i didn't think it was going in that direction yeah but let's do it yeah but you know like why when you have sex with some people there's a smell and why there's some people there's no smell like there's like a ph thing going on right mm. so i would say like just know be aware of your choices is this really how i'm ending yeah, this? yeah. So to yeah. Sum yeah. It up, be aware of your choices to sum it up <laughs> be selective with who you're having sex with yes <laughs> Uh, make sure you have a plan for for raising a family. Yes. Right? If like, you yes. want that in your life. If you want exactly. that in your life, right? Uh, figure out when you're going to do it. Don't wait too long and do it organically. Yes. And, do, and do it organically. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So. Perfect. There you go. And that... We're going to wrap it up. Yeah. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, so, you guys so much. much. Guys, on. like, subscribe. We love you. See you soon. Peace. Matter of fact, you better sign that way for a I got to... I got to sign a... Sign a way for... Uh, I'm the both.